LED is getting hot. Scotty, when I say hot, man, I'm talking temperature. We got some tips coming up for keeping this in check this summer, man. Summer's around the corner, so when you got some lighting, sometimes you have to make adjustments. So let's get into that, as well as in what's growing on phones, cars, picture frames. How many ways are we being tracked and controlled? I don't know if I agree with controlled, but well, what are they tracking us for? Just for information? Just for fun? Well, just I was going to the grocery store a couple days ago, and I just remembered how I never used to you know, be able to use my credit card. Was always worried about being followed home. You'd use my buddy. We'll get into it, man. But is that still going on? I know it is. In the news, judges are needed for the fourth annual Cannabis Cup to rank the best weed in Michigan. So this is an interesting format where you can actually, anybody can go to the dispensary and get these judges kits if you all want to get the DGC's opinion on that. Um, cannabis and clay, Missoula artists take on weed accessories. I had to put this one in just because Missoula, Montana, I cannot imagine that they're uh, super progressive there. And so the local pottery shop started making bongs and pipes. I thought that was a fall prohibition <laughs> statement, no? Uh, Chicago Cubs become first Major League Baseball team to officially partner with a CBD company. There you go. Why, dude, we got to do this. Remember I used to say change happens slowly. So if all of a sudden there's a baseball star and your grandpa likes a baseball star and the baseball star says, you know what? I use this CBD cream on my elbow and it gets me off the injured reserve quicker. You know, it's it's something I think that's going to normalize cannabis. Like it? This episode brought to you by realgrowers.com. Guys, get your recharge and grow dots. Make growing simpler. Can I say simpler? No, that doesn't work, does it? Simple. You should be able to make it simple. You shouldn't need to have to. You know what? You can if you want to, actually. I know people that grow great weed and they do it with super soils. There's people that use uh, other nutrient brands that are five and seven bottles and the quality is amazing. Uh, That's their style. My style is to get as many people growing really good quality cannabis as possible. Uh, So I'm trying to make it as simple as I can. Now, I uh, emphasize simple, but I also emphasize really good quality cannabis. I'm not sacrificing quality for simplicity, but I came up with uh, Grow Dots, which is a program, slow release, uh, nutrient drip, I'll say. Actually, I guess it's... uh, (laughs) It's it's uh, uh, granular. So as the water gets on, it releases a certain amount of nutrients per day. Doesn't matter how much water. That's where the technology's at. Uh, it just releases the same amount of nutrients per day. So it's a great way to grow uh, just really badass cannabis without having to measure your runoff and measuring stuff in you know in uh, teaspoons and bottles and all that. So I'm proud of it. I'll take. I'll take the recharge, man. If you guys are a grower concerned about pH and nutrient availability, you got to look into microbes. If you're not using microbes and this is an all-in-one package, your mycorrhizae, your bacteria, your trichoderma, food form, molasses, kelp, aminos, fulvics, all-in-one complete package. That's what the recharge is. Go to dogrows.com if you don't know what I'm talking about. Use that search bar there, realgrowers.com to pick some up. If you're in Canada, dogrows.ca. And if you're shopping for your grows or your loved one has a birthday coming up, Go to dudegrows.com forward slash pros. That's where all of our coupon codes are listed for great products across the board from complete kits to AC Infinity, can of nutrients, all the way down to seeds from seeds here now. You can get everything you need. Dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Let's shout out some DDC producers before we hop into this, man. 
I got Manny Fresh and Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. I used to dig on some Captain Crunch. And I had a baby. Where's that? Remember when they came out with just Crunchberries? Like in the 70s, all bets were off. <laughs> they can't tell on you. Um, hey, I just checked out uh, Manny Fresh. And I wanted to see if the URL was available because I like to buy them. But it's a barbershop, man. Manny Fresh <laughs> Barbershop. Manny's Fresh Barbershop. I don't know where it's at, man. Uh, Monroe, Connecticut, sir. Okay. Sorry, URL I'm not gone. available. Don't forget about Oregon Merle. You talk about Merle? Oregon Merle? <laughs> yeah, that Merle. <laughs> Shout out to Oregon. Some of the, uh, some, as Vanner says, some of the best weed out there. Some of the best growers. Cool scene. Uh, if you guys want to become a producer, you don't know what I'm talking about here. Producers make the show happen. Dogrows.com forward slash support <clears throat> is where it's at. $10 a month. Come on, 33 cents a day. The membership pays for itself and benefits from real growers. 30% off, as well as the community. Today, we have an after show. We do two after shows a week where we look at dag nugs, hook up seeds, hang with the DDC producers, as well as tomorrow is the 420 happy hour. Every Friday, we do a 420 happy hour where we all hang out. And Discord is not just about the happy hour, man. You can get on Discord and enjoy that growing community. Whatever your growing problem is, go over there and figure out questions. It's kind of like a backstage pass to some serious grow knowledge with the DGC. All that's available through dudegrows.com forward slash support hey did we give away the real bucket system yesterday i know we were supposed uh, to there was two real bucket systems and i have to i haven't gone through all of them one is already spoken for um but yeah because basically the producers uh, we, we gave away a couple in the after show they messaged me over on patreon so yes your real buckets are spoken for now so hey. thank you for the systems Grambo, I should have given you the, the images. Uh, I magically got some cuts from uh, JR about uh, 10 yes. days ago, I want to say. I, don't, I, didn't, didn't even, I did write it down, man. Yeah. It was on the first. Yeah. Anything uh, special? Anything, anything crazy come in? Uh, you know, it's lame. Yeah. <laughs> not that, well, I guess not lame. It's it's the cherry paloma that I already got. Love the paloma. But come on, I, want, I needed that so badly. I was so bummed out. And Georgia Pie. Oh, that's the new hype. Yeah, so I got both of them, and man, you just see how good they're growing. Oh, you know, wow. dots and real buckets for the win, baby. Georgia Pie was Ethos, correct, Banner? Oh, God, I don't know, but uh, I, mean, I went to Ethos one. I went to Colin, and I was like, hey, I love your whatever. And it, he goes, that's not mine. <laughs> and it was like the worst insult you could have given somebody. Oh, man. no. <laughs> That's harsh. Right. Got to get that fresh, that fresh token Ooh, there for Grow Talk here. Grow Talk questions on dudegrows.com. Check them out. Get some up. Free account. Anybody can get them up, and you're going to get solutions. You're going to get people commenting and helping you out. This is Warm LED Light by Quality K Gardens. Warm LED Light. Oh, like, is that the color temperature? Hang on a second. Warm LED Light. Is that a warm uh, color, or is that just like no, warm as in temperature temperature? We're, we're talking temperature. Listen up. It says, hello again. I've asked a question before and we'll save all the details about me and how great you guys are. Thank you. Oh, With that being said, I recently bought an AC Infinity S24. This is the new 2x4 200 watt board they sell. Super bright. Almost impressive. Almost impressive. It's impressive. <laughs> I've stood under the 8 bar Lux lights and god damn this light shines. So that's another, uh, I guess, I don't know if Lux is the brand, but those are the bar style LEDs versus a board. Um, I just want to say something real quick is that this is where those measurements come in. 
is you, I, some things, it can be subjective, but if you've got the measurements, if you say it's this much PPFD, uh, it's this much, they got U moles per joule here, but that's really where you're gonna find the facts of what light is putting out more. Um, gotcha, yeah, looking at the details and the specifications and seeing what they list and how they're tested for sure. So, so not like kinda hot or sorta hot, it's hot as the sun. It says I've had thousand watt switchable ballast with a big, nasty white ballast box that weighed as much as a large child. It's the old school type, <laughs> you know, metal allied uh, ballasts. Anyways, I've searched the site and haven't found a ton on heat sinks for LED boards. Would purchasing a few cheap aluminum heat sinks and just setting them on top of my light with heat help? So this is just talking about this light is a, you know, being a board, meaning like it's a, actually looks like, yeah, Grimbler's trying to pick a board and it does have a driver on top of it. Mine's right here. And the driver does have a few fins on top of it. So go, getting on, the, I haven't ever heard of anybody. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's just a little bit frustrating. I think we should get a, a fact out in the beginning, which is there's this is just a watt. It's just science. A watt makes 3.47, basically three and a half uh, BTUs of heat. So three, I don't know what four, you know, whatever, three and a half times 350 is. Uh, but that's how much heat that light, that 350 watt light is going to make. A thousand watt light, at least, uh, yeah, from what I'm to understand, should I'm, man, I'm not an electrical watt, expert, the, the way, but I know that a, a watt is, a watt is, uh, uh, can directly converts to a BTU. I guess that's, that's what I'll say. And I believe it doesn't matter where it's coming from. If you're running a dehumidifier, that's X amount of watts. It's going to create heat. You're running, you know, so a watt of heat is, you know, created like a watt is a watt. It doesn't matter exactly if it's coming from your lighting. Did I nail it, Grambo? I think I said 3.47. Yeah, 3.41, right? 3. you son of a bitch. I hung out with Guru for years, okay? <laughs> and he would tell me this shit. You know, he'd say, look, man, no, whatever. Yes, sir. Let me get to the root of the problem here. So thinking about getting aftermarket heat sinks, I wouldn't mess with that, man. So as I'm about to return this thing, I have a 10-inch fan on high blowing directly at the light and a 4-inch exhaust running for all 12 hours of bud on a flowering cycle, and my room is still getting to the mid to high 80s. I live in northern Michigan, and we just hit 60 outside for the first time. I regularly run low, low temps in the 70s. Now I fear I won't even be able to run er into early summer as I normally do indoors. Super sad, hoping a heat sink could help, or what do you think I should do, or send this back? Um, no, I run this exact same light. I don't have any issues with it. Mine, even at full 100%, I don't ever usually run it at 100%. This is all about, and he says he lives in Michigan where the temp just got 60 outside. So the warmer it gets outside, the more it can affect your inside if your inside isn't climate control. What, where's this tent at? I'm sitting in a lower, my, this room is almost full basement, almost like, but regardless stays really cool. It's one of the coolest rooms in the house. This 200 watt led doesn't get out of whack with it. Summer is coming here. So let's just hit, as you like to say, Scotty, some best practices. Most leds that people have now should say there's leds can last a long time, but when you have a dimmer switch on board, like on the led, that's sweet. I think you can get some different aftermarket controls potentially even an inline dimmer. Some lights like it, some lights don't. I, yes. like, you know what I mean? You buy one from the hardware store that you can plug in and then your light plug in. It just literally has a slide. I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy that for a high-end LEDs. I can't remember the exact, I, I can't remember how it was explained to me, but there's a, uh, you need to match a high quality dimmer for a high quality LED. And some LEDs are not dimmable. I think it depends on the power supply. 
Yeah, definitely check with the manufacturer. I know, like you said, you can get all the way as fancy as mimicking sunrise, sunset, um, which actually when you're mimicking that, that kind of takes a little bit of load off your heat schedule. Run your 12-hour light cycle as much as you can at night. Like if you're in a real hot area, go from eight, you know, maybe 9 p.m. to 9 a.m., 8, 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Yep. Make sure you're running at night when it's cooler. Um, realize how much light you have and you might not need, man. I have never ran this one full, especially in veg. For an example of this, my buddy runs eight uh, HLG 600Rs. And in veg, every one of them, the knob, and you just count by the clicks. I think it has like 10 clicks. So, you know, when you go to five, you're at 50%. Right. Right. He runs all those at 50% in veg, and the veg loves it. It looks fabulous. So realizing you might be able to dim down a bit either or for part of your light cycle. So if you have a 12-hour light cycle, maybe run your light at its brightest during the coolest part of the day, let's say from midnight to 6 a.m. And you need a controller for this. But the other times... You could run your light. You can dim it down. You can it's, it, think about outside. It does. There's but cloudy days. Plants. Yeah. Go ahead. But we're talking DLI. DLI is just the amount of light that the plant gets, the amount of raindrops that fall on the plant every day. So why not just turn it down to 80% for the entire 18, 18 hours or whatever? What I mean is give it the same amount of light for the entire uh, light cycle as opposed to going in 12 hours I got you. and turning it yeah. down a little much easier. It. Yeah. DLI, I guess what I wanted to say is DLI is really what's important there. The total amount of uh, the maximum amount of light that the plant can uh, can absorb, that the leaves can absorb. That's really what you want to worry about. Yeah. And if you get the crazy weather, you know, like, oh, shit, it's going to be over 100 for like four days or whatever. Sometimes then that comes in. I've seen if you have a multitude of lights, you can grid them. You can run every other one. I've seen some facilities shut off a lot of lights in a crazy hot day and yeah. then have some backup, just uh, like minimal lighting to keep their photo cycle. There are options to play with that aren't, I'm not saying totally ideal for your whole, gro- whole growth cycle, but this specifically um, in this scenario with this 200 watt light um, from a quality K gardens is I believe the environment your tents in or how cool you're keeping that. Cause it 200 Watts isn't a lot of Watts to totally Maybe you're not. He says he's venting his tent the whole time. That means the air, the replacement air coming in just isn't cool enough. I wanted to feature the husband and wife grow team comment. It says, in our experience, the quantum boards always run in pretty hot compared to bar style LEDs. So bar styles longer, you know, the sure. have bigger spacing on them. I run so some bar style out, LEDs and they're extremely, uh, extremely cool. But don't forget, they got 48 inches there we go, 48 inches of uh, a surface area, a whole bunch of surface area for the cool air to blow over them. And that's kind of the key is how much surface area does that, uh, that's what heat sinks are. Heat sinks are just blocks of metal. And a lot of them you'll see are, I like the one that looks like my hair, the pin fin heat sinks, but it's all about getting as much surface area of metal exposed to as much air. So it can pass through that cool air uh, can pass through and cool that uh, that light. But that maybe is the difference, though, is that if you don't have a really, you know, a super advanced heat sink or a lot of heat sinks, you'll go touch that light and all that heat will be hanging out right there. As opposed to some of them, some companies with more advanced heat sinks, it dissipates more. 
And I just, I can't help but, you know, gurus yelling in my head. A watt is 3.4 BTUs. That's all there is to it. A 200 watt light is 700 watts of, or I'm sorry, 700 BTUs of heat. Mic drop. I, I agree. <laughs> touching, touching a light that's spread out has better heat sinks is to the touch. It's going to seem like it's a, quote, cooler light. But if I took a 100 watt light with no heat sinks and then a 100 watt light, which they wouldn't have many anyway, but crazy ass heat sinks on it and a small two by two tent zipped it up. Didn't do any air exchange. Both tents are going to achieve the same temperature. You know what I mean? Because it's oh, they both have the same amount of wattage in them creating heat. I would think so. That's what science would tell you. That's what math would tell you. But I did terrible in math. Pretty good in science. We're coming soon on Dude Grow Show. We're going to get up, uh, get Grow Mouse to come hang out here a little bit. Found some questions on him. I did want to do a shout out uh, for AC Infinity, man. Their advanced grow tent system where you can hey. get everything in one. A two by four, three by three. I'm featuring a four by four today. They call it the four plant kit where it comes with everything you need. The light, the carbon filter, two oscillating clip-on fans, trellis, growing containers, controller for your fan, environmental controller. Everything coming in at $9.99. Actually, you can get that for $100 off with the bunco Dude Grows. Or if you are an Amazon shopper, because you have to be, because that's what some people just do everything on, which is fine. Coupon code uh, DUDEGROWS10 over on Amazon. What's that? It's not, it's not fine. I have a public service announcement from a guy that, that sells on Amazon. Uh, it's like one of those things that happened to me where it went insane. For about a week, recharge wasn't available. First, it was listed as a pesticide. Then we we're like, no, it's not a pesticide. Then it was listed as a soil, which it's not a soil. And finally, it's got listed as an auto part. And we were like, oh, really? Yes. (laughs) Every time it was like 50 cases open. Banner is a saint for getting it done. But it was really frightening that the software, it doesn't even have to have anything against you. It can just be a glitch in the software. And all of a sudden you're off Amazon. They did something where they marked my five pound bamboo fertilizer, two pound. So everyone that bought a five pound got a two pound. And uh, the problem is, man, so so I I do want to say support the local or not even the local, the website, the actual company's website where you can work directly with the company, uh, work directly with AC Infinity, work directly with uh, HLG. And if you have a problem, you get Grow Mouse on the phone to talk to you about it. Amazon, you don't get that. So just be really careful. I had an Amazon nightmare this week. Fair enough. It's infinity.com. Get it, get it direct. Yes. All right. <laughs> I want to shout out to, uh, to what we're growing on. What's smoking on? What's growing on? Ooh, feeling good now. Feeling good. Uh, big brother watching and controlling you. Big brother is automatically considered the man. The you didn't ask me what I was smoking on, man. You didn't ask me what I was smoking on. Sorry. What are you smoking on, Scotty? What do you got? It's today? stuck. It's stuck. I got one of these uh, pens, the live rosin pens at uh, (laughs) that event we went to last week. And man, this thing's flawed. All right. The flawed design on this. All it did was fall one time, just one time. And it broke. The glass broke. All this beautiful grandma live rosin fell out. And now it's just sticking on every counter I put it on. But (laughs) this is what I'm not smoking, dude. All right. Yeah, he handed it to me. It's got like dog hair in it and stuff. It's it, yeah, it's man. it's R.I.P. No, we can That's still use it, man. We have the stuff. technology. <laughs> <laughs> we 
We can save it. We have Back the in the day, you know you'd be smoking that shit. Oh, yeah. Just a little dog hair in there, oh, man. Yeah. Yes. Um, dude, what do you got? Now, you smoking anything good? What are, I still have, which has been awesome, actually. Shout out uh, Stinky Gromo Sapien. Um, he sent me like the eight jars, and then all the labels fell off them, though. So it's just a constant rotation of I don't know what, but it all it's like a, a salad. Like everything yes. is great, and it's nice just to have a different. So I'm just rotating through those jars and some some nice Canadian homegrown, you know. Thanks for just admitting. I just like being high. I like being high. I'm not such a connoisseur about things, but I think I saw, I can't remember if it's a sticker or a shirt, but it just said, no thanks, I'll stay high. <laughs> it's a good one, right? Depends. <laughs> oh, well elevated here. Um, give me some examples of what, quote, uh, big brother, big, the, means the man. I don't know what it means. All I can tell you, I have this Google picture frame every time you call me. It shows a picture of us together. Banner comes in. It shows a picture of us. High C walks in. It knows. I mean, I, I just, I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't surprise me. Everyone has Google accounts, and I'm sure some permission says that they get to geofence you. And so when you come into somebody's, and honestly, it's not so bad. If uh, High C's hanging out here, and I show, I show a picture of them a couple of years ago, like, holy shit, man, when we did that? It's kind of cool, but who is watching and what? I used to think it was like Big Brother, like the government, but they're not all that smart, man. It's for the most part, I'm more worried about like private enterprise, <laughs> Google and all that shit. Yeah, it's gathering data, obviously. Data, sure. What do they say? Data is power. Yeah. The more data you have, the more, I mean, you could understand about People think about or predictable behaviors, if you will. Think about if you had all the information that Google has on your wife and then before the day before you asked her out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you yeah. knew everything you could just. Yeah, I'll get some emails sometimes and I'll be like, what is this? Is this somebody that actually is a DGC? Are they selling me something? Is this a robot? I, you can't tell what's happening anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's to me, I some people get really bothered by it. I've had people be like, man, I'm not, I'm not getting that app on my phone or like make sure you, you can get like phones, I guess, that aren't associated. Um, like, I don't know if you wouldn't call them unlocked, but it, it, they don't funny phone. Uh, what'd you call, call a funny it? phone, a funny phone or a burner phone? What were they called? Well, yeah, what were they called back in the day you referenced on the show in South Florida? The uh, phone plan like the cheap one. Oh, the metro pcs yeah the metro pcs that was so fun i'll never forget the the guy that just ran the crew just <laughs> is like dude they got hundred dollar phones come on i'm buying everybody a phone this guy must spent three grand there dude. it was insane good man you get my girlfriend one yeah the way technology is now though it's like I, i'm not really i should people say i should be I'm not really that bothered by it as far as being aware of it's one thing. You can always shut your phone off and sure if you can say it's still listening and still tracking, whatever. Sure. Um, I, I believe most of it is strictly for ways to gather data for, like I said, behavioral predictability and marketing things and making money on us. But oh, if you're a criminal or if you're a wanted person, I'd be paranoid as shit. Like with, like with everything, the way they can track things and ping things and find people and using a credit card even somewhere. Oh, he was there like, yeah, Man, it's a lot harder today to be like 
certain type, if you're like a wanted criminal and back in the day, just peruse around and have shit with technology. Oh, I seen something where this guy went to a concert. This was in China, but a real cool book called The Reality Bubble. Uh, this dude went to a, a concert in China and he facial recognition software or I guess hardware cameras uh, found him and he was arrested at a concert. He tried to take his kid to a concert and he was, you know, I guess it probably wasn't a good idea to do that, was it? Now, I heard Banner <laughs> chime in on that one. I don't even think we were recording and being like, that scares the shit out of me because all different types of software and or programs, facial mm-hmm. recognition, everything has chances for error. And sometimes people look pretty alike. Nah. I mean, so imagine that ruin in your night. You're like out with your date. And you're like, oh, yeah, facial recognition software. That's like, yeah, idiocracy shit too, man. Wow. Oh. Wow. It's crazy. You know, one of the yeah, main yeah. uses for that software that they use is uh, the with the facial tracking software. It's called it uses what's called TensorFlow, and that's how they do that. The main use for it is uh, actually tra- uh, tracking uh, surgical tools, so the the surgeons don't leave things inside of you when they sew you up. That was, that came out as like one of the biggest problems in medical things. No one ever talks about is leaving. Uh, they do that. tools, sponges, sponges and, and, sh- and they sew it up, and weird. then it gets infected, and they don't know for months, and you just have a scalpel in your Shocking, belly. Right? Yeah. But think about <laughs> doing that. Every- Every single day. Yeah. So Dude, I fuck up doing stuff. But that, as I always think about it, so like here's the facial recognition software. What did it really get used for? For all this good stuff. And then some bastard uses it for evil and the cat's out of the bag. Wow. Uh, yeah. We were talking about uh, like a Tesla, how it, people are just worried that it'll just drive you to jail. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I use my credit card at a gross store and now it's driving me to jail. Yeah. You guys remember the gross stores yeah. uh, when you had to get followed? Like you, I would borrow my friend's car, would go to the ATM, get a bunch of cash, then go to the gross store, only paying cash, go to my buddy's house or a, usually a restaurant first, eat. Then my buddy's house to get my car. Like I was so concerned wow. about being followed, yeah, man. That's hardcore. <laughs> not, Tesla's got nothing on Kit. Remember Kit? Come on, Kit and Knight Rider. Are you sure? Yeah. They seem similar. Like, they would man. sometimes. I think Kit would get like a virus in one show, or like. Isn't that trippy, dude? Like if you if you put Chat GPT inside of a Tesla, you have Kit. Yeah. How like, trippy pretty, is that, dude? They just watched that same shit and invented it. Wow, we have real life. Remember kit. that, dude? So I think he'd be like, "Watch the way you talk to me, Michael." <laughs> like it have a total personality. But yeah, you're right, man. You got Tesla just locks and start up. Oh, we system alerted of warrant. Just drives you right to the detention center. <laughs> hey, man, you ever seen Night Rider? Yeah. On weed. Oh, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. That show's awesome. I had a, we had a better stone. Actual Night Rider grill light in an old Ford Taurus. We put the little red light that went back and forth in the grill of it and ended up getting pulled over by a oh. cop saying you can't have lights like that. <laughs> <laughs> Did your dad answer in a kit voice? Oh, dear God. Speaking of cars, just hit this quick because sometimes, what do they say? Like, do bad things come in three? Is that what it is? They say that. Four, you know? Three, they say. But. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, a month and a half ago, I I uh, kind of damaged a parked car trying to park with my wife's uh, company truck because the running boards are wide. And the thing's just too big, man. It, it, Vancouver parking is the stupidest shit ever. If you've ever been around here, every spot's so small. If you got a full-size truck, you're like screwed. It's like, oh, well, a little fender bender shit happens. Let's go enjoy the day. 
Like two weeks later, my son backs into somebody's bike rack, but they're cool. Don't report it. We pay a little out of pocket, hundred bucks, something, no big deal. A week later, he backs into somebody's car and damages their bumper. And then about two weeks after that, he pulls out somebody and gets a Land Cruiser smoke. So that's like the fourth accident in a month and a half. And I'm like, hmm, what what does it mean? I don't know, but I do want to say that as a kid, as a 16-year-old, I wrecked three cars in about nine months. Two of them were my fault. Okay, you're making me feel better. Two of them were my fault, and I was definitely driving like an asshole. So you might want to talk to them and make sure, you know, just drive with them and check them. But uh, I was really, I'm really grateful. My father is still alive, and uh, I'm really grateful for him that he didn't say to me, screw you. You know, you don't get to drive anymore. He just corrected me, showed me a little bit, gave me a shitty pickup truck with racks and pipe on top for plumbing, a plumbing truck to drive around in. But, you know, he didn't turn his back on me, man. So it's cool. So just just make sure he's your kid. Kids will make mistakes and uh, correct Try him. Try not to get down him. on uh, the, the, the when a lot of bad things are happening, but when it starts to add up financially as well. And then just. Just for icing on the cake, I was notified yesterday one of my beloved mountain bikes has a crack in the frame. My 2017 Patrol is now going to have to rest in peace. So I was like, okay, damn it. Uh, what else is – but really, um, I don't look into shit like that as far as – what's up? 2017, dude. You got a lot of bang for the buck out of that bike, huh? Dude, tons. Too many. It's sad. I'm going to have to figure out a place to mount it. In my Shout house. them out. Maybe you get a sponsor, man. Out. Maybe you get sponsored. Who are they? <laughs> Transition bikes. They are. We're already like. Uh, I'm almost trying to be like a brand ambassador at this point for them since I've had so many of their bikes in my lifetime. Yes. Um, this one didn't break. Wrote them a buck. Said nothing about it. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into um, some oh, comments. Right. That is one thing you don't need to worry about when you have an older car. I mean, Grambo, I think you're rocking a 11 Impala right now. Right that now, yeah. Some of the tracking, you know, my 96 Land Cruiser, I don't think you're tracking it. Like some of the modern car shit's crazy. I was notified of a crew called the Kia Boys. Um, <laughs> shout out to Jay Blaze from uh, Organically Blunt Podcast. I'm like, what the hell is that? He's like, these guys that just showed a viral TikTok video, how to like jack certain models of Kias with like a USB cable or something. And now records amount of Kias and Hondas are being stolen, like Michigan and shit by young kids that just go trash them and joyride them and then film themselves doing it and put it on social media. This is craziness. Back in my day, we would just use a screwdriver. (laughs) Well, now the newest cars, like 2023, like they're saying there's a lot of 2023s. There's this device you can get off the dark web. It looks like a JBL speaker. But when you remove a little front part of the body panel on these new cars, you can literally get into the, the computer system through the headlights because the headlights are so smart these days that they need their own little ECUs. I think that's what they're called. And you can tell the car to unlock and get in there and start the thing. Like, so modern technology, I don't know, maybe I can say is making it easier to steal shit potentially, but it is making it faceless. You know, you don't have to look somebody in the eye when you steal from them anymore. Yeah, it's making your everyday, like Joe, it's making it very, very hard to steal things. But people who are experts in stealing, it's making it feather easy, just the easiest. So, yeah. Grandpa, later I want to show you, I got this program, man. It just takes a fraction of a cent off each transaction. Sounds like Superman 3. 
Yeah, you're right, man. Well, <laughs> office space. Well, that was right. Yeah, that was office space. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got to uh, do a shout out here before we get to the news. I think we got a couple comments uh, that. <laughs> Good time was brought to you by New Millennium. Scotty, you are rocking New Millennium Nutrients. You've been giving the Winter Frost a lot of compliments lately as far Huge as the first time you've really used it and seen how it what just can help bring on senescence when you want a plant to end. Yeah, what did it take me? Six, seven, eight years till I finally tried it? Good job, <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been using it with the grow dots and just as soon as I want something to uh, to ripen, especially with the PM before, I was over it. I don't want to let, let that shit go nine and a half weeks. As soon as it was at eight weeks, I put this stuff, I think I put it on a week. I think I put it on a week six, if I'm remembering correctly. I think we said it's like an emergency break for grow dots. Yeah, so if, sure. If your is, dots man. are too hot, just... Hit the e-brake with some winter frost. It's just when they're ready to finish. You know, when it's ready to finish. And it just makes the plants a yeah. mess. It's interesting stuff, man. I have to have Jaron on again. Growers. If you're on a tight schedule, perpetual, and or trying out different strains, it's a great, great little tool to have. New Millennium, check them out. Shout out to Jaron. Yeah. Producers, you want to get yourselves uh, some samples from New Millennium. Jaron's always willing to try and hook it up. While supplies last, but hit me up over on Patreon if you're listening. If you want to get your hands on some, you got to hook up the producers. Shout out a few here, like Sensi Salamander Ooh. and Green Go Grower. Who do you yeah, got? Yeah, yeah. Appreciate Sensi Salamander and Doobie Goo. Doobie Goo and Bong Killer. Damn. Wow, Bong. I don't think we have to kill a Bong. Because <laughs> I'm a natural Bong I Killer. I don't see why it has to die. That's got to be the reference, right? I'm a natural bong killer. Oh, yeah. I saw that one in the movie theater. Kind of freaked me out back in the day. Yeah, it was a great song. Natural bong killer? Yeah. You know Ice Cube and uh, Dr. Dre, Natural Born Killer? Yeah. The first collab after NWA. Yeah, I do know that one, man. Natural bong killer. New parody. Speaking of office space. New parody. Dude's rolling. We've got his windows rolled down and just cranking a gangster rap. What yeah. was that guy's name again, man? Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. Yeah. Yep. Good movie. Good movie. We need to have office space. Uh, Back up in your ass night. with the resurrection. <laughs> Dudebros.com oh, forward slash support. You guys want to see what it's all about. We are listener supported. So if you are one of those listeners sitting back laughing, getting a few tips for your growth, bring it on back, man. Bring it on back. Help out the show. Dudebros.com forward slash support. Keep this baby rocking. Comments. Deadlifts and dank. This man, as far as moving to Hawaii, so we just cut, you asked, where would you move with us? You know, last show, where would you go? Yeah. Wouldn't it be kind of crazy? You had a friend that got a job transfer to Hawaii. So deadlifts and dank, man, as far as moving to Hawaii, it's not for people who get homesick in the slightest. I was there for 10 days moving my sister and it freaked the hell and, and freaked the hell out twice thinking if I got stuck there, my sister <laughs> was able to make it just under a year before she got homesick and headed back to the mainland. You said that the other day, too. You're like, man, I did think about that. Like, what if uh, some major event happens and now we're just stuck on the island in the middle of the Pacific? Yeah. You better hope them ships keep coming. Oh, they got a lot of chickens, but they'd probably run out as well. But I, I, I see when you look at the bigger picture deadlifts and dank how, especially on islands, like, but 
plenty of people that live there would be like, hey, if we got cut off, it'd be just fine. There are a lot of like homestead and there's that, that island does offer a lot to, to sustain life and to eat and to get from the ocean. Yo, shout out to Guam. Guam is another, what, they're U.S. territories, I guess, but it's a Hawaii used to be, now it's a state, but I guess they're just places to put military bases, or at least were back in the day. <clears throat> Guam is equally as isolated. It is so far out there, man. And, uh, but it's, it's America. I just put a stamp on it and it gets there. Where is it? I uh, Dude, I don't know, Grambo, if you want to check out Guam on a map, I don't know if that's too much for you. Yeah, I'll tell you that. But it is fucking out there. You guys remember the senator who, like, put in the bill to, like, uh, make sure that Guam didn't tip over? No, go to maps. First of all, that is some weird shit you got right there. <laughs> It's Guam Canyon. Oh, my God. <laughs> what Come is on. that? Arizona or something? That's Colorado. Ooh, that, oh, the Guam Canyon. Yeah. Mm. I thought you said Grand Canyon. All right. I'm, I'm taking it to another couple of comments. Here. We got two <laughs> from Sunny and Bechtopia. Speaking of traveling, Guam dude, Canyon. it would be hilarious if you went to Thailand and put the rickshaw guy in the back of your wife and you pedal. I had, I had to put this one on there. It would be fucking hilarious, well, dude. Okay. Indeed, it would. <laughs> Move over. I've pedaled a few of those those things, or I've been on the group pedal thing where you pedal. They're kind of goofy, where you pedal around and drink beer in downtown Denver. You've seen those silly those silly guys. But uh, oh, yeah. uh, another grow tip: uh, talking man when you're making your own systems, if you're gonna make your own sip buckets and cutting hard plastic, can be really dangerous. So I like this. Sunny Bechtopia says I certainly recommend a grinder with a cutoff wheel for hard plastic. And I had not owned a grinder for the first time i got a grinder was like four years ago and i was like sure. why did i own one of these before um, they are for, cheap for cutting little bolts or metal cuts you can get a cheap one from hardware mm -hmm. freight and they would work really smooth with a cutoff wheel uh for hard plastic although i did i got my grinder got what i was doing um not like I forgot I was grinding. I had a, a metal a wire brush at, at end on it. I was basically yeah. brushing off this trampoline to take care of rust. So it was a pretty like two or three inch wire, a lot of wire bristles coming off this brush. Yeah. Hey, it looked away. One just caught my T-shirt and it like, rolled itself <laughs> up into my T-shirt. I'm laughing with you. I'm laughing with you. And when I undid it, it just looked like just mangled. It was kind of hilarious. Regardless, be careful. Uh, with those grinders, but they're damn good tools. Um, and yeah, they are. Hey, I oh. got to ask you real quick. I got to ask you. Harbor yeah. Freight or Ryobi at Home Depot? Aren't they very similar? Harbor Freight used to be the cheapest place to get everything. But I don't know. That yellow Ryobi brand stuff, it's 25 bucks for a grinder, right? I think it's much more. For me, and I would, <laughs> right? I've used my grinder I don't know, on one project so far. And after that, just very minimally. That's but what I yeah, mean. I mean, if I'm a good, if it's in my toolbox because it's my trade, I'm getting the best shit I can. You know what I mean? So yeah, you get a DeWalt if you're going to use it all day, every day. DeWalt, bun code dude. <laughs> yeah, right? Hey, check out our new shorts coming, guys. We just did one, recorded one today. As far as interesting, new, new Grow Talk shorts. We're covering one subject matter. In 10 minutes or less, me and Scotty hanging out, bullshitting a little bit and trying to get some information out so it's not just tied up in a big episode like this. A lot of times yep. we get some good growth yep. talking. People don't find it. They you know, lose it in the middle of a show. So we're going to try and do a couple shorts a week as well as the regular shows not changing. I, mean, I think we got one of those coming out maybe as soon as tomorrow if it didn't already. 
Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah. Wait, where are we now? Those will be coming out uh, on this following Monday. So, uh, yeah. Deal. So it sounded like the guy that has to edit and assemble them. <laughs> yep. Check out every Monday. We'll be putting out the uh, short form content, sometimes just with dudes, sometimes with Scotty, sometimes with both. And uh, yeah, it's been super cool. I like the first one about grow tents. Yeah, I, li- I like those, man. Because if you'll take a look at the comments on that grow tent, A, it's findable. So somebody searches grow tents or you know whatever, things to consider when buying a grow tent. Hopefully that comes up. But the comments are amazing on there. Uh, really useful stuff. So that's that was the point. Targeted. I'm going to take it to news. Judges needed for fourth <laughs> annual cannabis cup to rank the best weed in Michigan. And this is kind of ironic because judges are still needed for the, is this this eighth annual DGC cup in Fort Collins, Colorado? That's an Apple store. <laughs> <laughs> they want it to look just like that. Yes. Is so, that an Apple store or, or that's weed? No, that's definitely a dispensary. Yeah. That's a dispensary? Yeah. You, you can tell like back here with all like that's where this is like the display where like they're probably empty boxes or something. But then all the actual stuff's kept behind the counter. Oh, man. Yeah. I still want to go so, to Paulie's house. Man. Yeah. Before I jump into this, judges for real are needed, guys. Everybody that comes to the DTC Cup is a judge. You get a one and a baddie. You get to sample 50 plus varieties of top grown weed I would say homegrown. I think we've had a couple commercial entries before. It's kind of just bring the dank and we'll vote on it, man. Um, no, homegrown. I'm not fucking bringing any dispensary weed in there. Hell no. No, and I didn't mean, um, I think the closest we came was somebody that worked at a dispensary brought their homegrown. So they weren't representing. Fair the enough there, man. But I don't know. I would want to save that space for the home grower. Mm-hmm. I don't think a dispensary or commercial facility has any advantage. Over no, by no means. It's just I don't want him taking the space. This is a grower's cup. When you got the guy like taking tops, who's both, you know, he grows commercially, grows homegrown, you know. No so. worries. Just bring your homegrown. Huge respect. Just bring your homegrown. There's only 50 spaces. Judging is difficult for this kind of thing. We'd like it to be <clears throat> fairly accurate judging where the best uh, cannabis wins. And it's tough when you got so many strains and so little yeah. time. <laughs> the uh, article here is the state's annual contest seeks out the best pot in Michigan has returned for the fourth cannabis cup people's choice competition. In total, 3,550 people will have the opportunity to try some hash and vote hash, and vote for themselves. So what you can do is you can buy these kits. Um, it says the fourth. Okay, those selected to judge will have their Just opportunity. Just time out for one second. Just time out for one second. I hate this retail experience. Yeah, I was about here. to say I hate this too. As far as going <laughs> to a place and buying weed. Yeah. I mean nothing. Oh, no. We're demonetized. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like going and buying high-end perfume. If your girl were to go and buy high-end perfume, they would go, oh, let me pick this Dior out for you. I have to unlock the cabinet. It is such a lame experience (laughs) as as opposed to uh, going and being like, hey, man, look at these jars. I got 40, you know, whatever, at a dispensary. It should be jars. They should have, you know, Whatever, just be able to open them up, smell that. Fuck yeah, that's delicious. I can't have you touch the bud. Sorry, man, but smell that. It looks great, yeah. huh? Sure. What we're that's looking the experience. At just a retail experience here where they're on, um, the, looks like an iPhone store. Very clean, very modern, very, like, I don't know if I could say Metro. 
But basically, the situation with it is a lot of regulatory things, Scott. It's regulatory as far as the sense where some people can't have, you can't even see weed. Here in BC, it's packaged by the government and you can't even open it, you can't smell it. I agree with you, it's lame. They're probably following rules. The look of it with you, you'd probably like to see a little bit more what, rustic? You'd like to see some wood flooring in there? No, like oh, little, just, <laughs> it can look like that. It just, I want that, I want there to be jars that aren't locked up where you can say, hey, can I see that jar? Man, does that look dank? You know, let me, let me uh, I'm going to smell it. Hell yeah, give me an ounce of that. That should be the buying experience. It was, they don't have to reinvent cannabis, you know, retail or cannabis purchasing. Mm. Uh, it was, it was not broken. Going to your buddy's house and seeing what he's got, looking at it, smelling it. It was not a broken system. Uh, being a Denver, I, I realize <laughs> like people always bag on dispensaries. I forget. This is probably what people think of when they think of dispensaries. Yeah. Not our cool ass Denver ones with our buddies working. Oh, sniff this. Try this. Yeah. Oh, check this one. Oh, here, here's a free sample. We get free samples in Denver. Sometimes they'll give you free weed. It's pretty awesome. The way so, it should be. So you when like I see them. this, yeah. Oh, this dispensary. This sucks. <laughs> Do you like the format of this, um, basically, for this judging? They sell the kits at all these different dispensaries in the state. Kits are 100 to $300, um, and there'll be up to 50 samples in each kit. There's a ton of categories, all types of flour, pre-rolls, concentrates, vape pens, distillate, gummies, solventless gummies, hybrid flour, all kinds of wow. stuff. Would you like that format of a con? Like, you can go buy your kit. Anybody can participate, which I think is fine. Yeah. Um, and then you, you know, got, mm. you got X amount of time at home with it, at least where our events like, bam, here's four hours. Go at it. I don't know. I mean, can you rig this? Which one's easier to rig? I guess it doesn't matter, oh. man. I don't know. I'm just there to get high. <laughs> uh, there are so many categories here. And I, if you were going to do something like this, I guess you would have to break it down in a category. Each one of these could be its own contest. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it'd be awesome, though. I'm oh, sorry, I was just saying in a cannabis club, and you go there, and you know what is that? There's 20 or 20, 20 different categories every other week, or you've got two week contests going for best indica, best sativa, and every two or three weeks it rolls over into another one. That sounds like a hell of a dispensary. Right? That would be cool. And then at the end of the year, they give the awards for the whole year. Like, yeah, we're doing it. Let's do dispensary it. Dispensary marketing consulting. <laughs> Pay us. <laughs> and thanks for J, uh, J Pen eighty seven um, DDC sending me new date that. Hey, I got uh, just uh, an interruption really quick, man. I found out where Guam yeah. is at. Okay. <laughs> just a little bit north of New Guinea. <laughs> and, and, hey, where's New Guinea at, dude? <laughs> like also Australia. So near Australia, I guess. Uh, below Japan. Okay. Uh, between the Japan, New Guinea, and the Philippines. All okay. Right. So that makes sense. That would make sense for strategically why we would have a place there. Yeah, there was a famously a senator who said that he thought we should have two military bases on Guam, one on the east and one on the west, so that way it didn't tip over if we put too many heavy trucks on it. That was a good. that was a senator. Oh shit! <laughs> they have writers though, right? Yeah, I, you could probably write for a senator, Grumbo. Hire me. <laughs> <laughs> it's very close to China too, which makes sense. Yikes! Guam, great place for All you right, to vacation. Feel good dude. story. Cannabis and clay, Missoula artists take on weed accessories. Yes. So you know New Guinea's the cool. last place where they still cannibalize people? New Guinea. Uh, 
An interesting fact. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. What's up with uh, Lindsey Tucker and Bruce Kitts are co-owners of Wildlife Ceramic Studios in Missoula. That's in Montana. Pair organized the studio's third annual high fire show. I didn't know you could make bongs out of ceramic. These are interesting looking. Yeah, they are interesting um, looking, right? I'm not sure that they're, uh, you know, I'm not, they're not rivaling the high-end glass artists, but if they're doing this, if in Missoula, Montana, they've decided that uh, the right move for the pottery studio is to start making bongs and smoking apparatuses, prohibition's fallen, man. <laughs> it's it's kind of like Grambo. Is it asking you to become a member of the Missoula? Yeah, I figured it out. I, 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 went, I went in the back door. You did, didn't you? <laughs> wow. For these very, very phallic bongs. What the hell's happening here? <laughs> a little phallic. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was uh, a good thing. Kind of, this is a good That's one. more phallic than dude's bud. Remember dude's Look at the bowl in front, oh. man. That looks cool. <laughs> they look like Dr. Seuss-ish to me, like kind of that, like that style maybe a little bit. I didn't know ceramic would work well. That's cool, man. Hey, scroll down. I think maybe there's a play button. Yeah, there's a play button if you would. Not the other one. Go on up. Oh, like that you. thing. It's the disappearing play, but oh no, it's a slideshow. There you go over there, brother. Yeah. Whoa, what is that? What's that one looks like there? a scrotum. <laughs> There's a vaginas. Yeah, what is happening here, man? <laughs> I don't like this. This is a, these are se- talk about it, severed Grandpa. fingers. Go to the next one. What's happening? It's like a nightmare. Let's take it. Let's take it to the uh <laughs> Cubs here. Perfect. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> First team. <laughs> Uh, MLB team to officially partner with CBD company. Okay. So the Chicago Cubs, uh, just, we just got that in the title. Well, the major league baseball announced its league wide partnership with popular CBD brand last year. This marks the first time an individual club has teamed with a cannabis company. Okay. So what do they strike a deal with? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, there's the, the details of this aren't that exciting, but it's just that, but they're starting to take, I guess you could call it weed money in the major sports. And I, don't, I think it's really cool. I think you'll see this and then, okay, so now you start using CBD and hey, that's weed. Yeah, well, it works. It's good medicine. Well, all of a sudden you got people saying, hey, cannabis is good medicine. It's not that big of a stretch to go from CBD to THC. Yeah, it's just CBD drinks right up your alley, Scotty. <laughs> Chicago-based company that promotes wellness and helps ease with CBD drinks. <laughs> you know what? I actually don't know if I have a big problem with CBD drinks because it's just an easy way to get it into your system. The THC, which I'm you know, looking for a specific effect off of, I don't want to be just drinking that all day long. But the CBD, maybe. Depends if it kills my, my THC buzz or not. We'll get into that. I'm curious to know. I have to look into where, yeah, where are you getting uh, your CBD from? I'm kind of curious. Eventually, if that will just be a synthetic process, or they're actually getting it, from, you know, plants themselves. Can uh, you make CBD but, synthetically, completely synthetically? Yeah, I think a lot of it is made synthetically, but what? most most good places do the actual hemp derived. But yeah, there's lots of chemical processes just to make it synthetic. Wow. And they don't. They have no legal liability to label it either. So. What? Don't make me Google Use shit. Use your judgments. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the, the laws had changed. I remember Adam Dunn was uh, doing a lot of hemp growing when it, the laws had first passed. And so, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I put in synthetic THC. There says there's a lot of, uh, while CBD is produced from hemp or cannabis plants, synthetic varieties of T, ugh, synthetic varieties of CBD are produced either by chemical synthesis using ingredients like limonene or biological synthesis using modified yeast or other bacteria. Wow, man. I think we did do a story on that a few years back about using uh, uh, yeasts to grow CBD and, and THC. It'd be just the same thing as like chemical precursors, but the natural versions. Wow, that's crazy, man. I see the, just I give it a thumbs up for normalization, just like your, this next article as far as not a ton in it, but the Super Bowl champ Jim McMahon to host cannabis friendly celebrity <laughs> golf tournament. Which, I had to put this cool. in because Jim McMahon was my favorite. I didn't even smoke weed when he was playing, I believe 1985. But you could just tell he was a nutball. <laughs> he just could. And uh, he still seems like a nutball. Come on, look at that picture. That's nutball right there, right? <laughs> I thought that was Kenny without his beard. <laughs> anyway, always liked the guy and. We need to start bringing this. That's why I was psyched that the Cubs are doing it. We need to start bringing cannabis into the conversation. <clears throat> my favorite uh, Miami Dolphins fan. And we got Ricky Williams. And he was so cool. I believe we got him because he was on uh, weed suspension. He kept on getting in trouble for smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Guy was so good. Calm demeanor. Great attitude. Uh, just a, a great example of a pro ball player. But kept getting in trouble for pissing hot. And I think it finally he just retired. He was like, fuck it. I'll retire. Yeah. Yeah. He started a a company and yeah, quit because of weed. He's like, I can't deal with this anymore. I I don't like using the opioids. They, they give you Tordal and NFL, like literally before games, they just bend over and show their butts and you get a shot of Tordal and you go out and he didn't like the Tordal. He liked cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. So I just love to see that, that uh, things are opening up a little bit and the more people, you know, he was on an Island back then. You know, now there's more and more people if Jim McMahon wants to uh, open up his golf tournament and make it cannabis friendly. That's cool. Well, they firsthand know it ain't bullshit. There's so many former NFL players that are hurt and busted up. And, you know, opioids is not cutting it and they're finding relief with cannabis. So it's like just making true believers. If there's any person that would be smoking weed on the golf course, I would think it would be him. That's pretty cool. I mean, this actually looks legit. This, <laughs> little, legit this promo yeah. video, they are not shying away from weed. They're no. straight up just like, look, we're smoking weed and playing golf. Dude, I got to admit, man, golf was on a couple days ago. I think it was the Masters. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that's how I know I'm getting old. It's oh, kind of no. interesting. Oh, no. I was like, fuck, oh. these guys are good. Dude, we lost Scotty. They were so good. And it's so <laughs> insane to think that they can just hit this club and they hit it like this ball, rather. Mm. It is, especially on weed. It's good on weed, man. You can scroll your phone uh, yeah. when it's going on. It's good. <laughs> well, we got a few memes to check out some social media and a few DDC producers to say what's up. Let's give it up. Let's give it up to the Dutch gal. Ooh, there right. The Dutch there. Scotty, the Dutch gal and Frosty Gardner 420. What's growing on? Yeah, the, the, Dutch, the, the Dutch gal. That would be my lady's clone. My lady's <laughs> the Dutch The gal. Dutch for men. All right. Uh, Johnny Hydro. 334, what's up? Cannabis mingus. What is that, man? Is that a scientific term there? 
<laughs> Wildo Baggins, Wildo? I'll take it. Yeah, oh, what's Wildo Baggins, man? And you just, I don't, this last one, I'd stay away from Krusty Socks 1975. You know, I don't know about that. Dude, I knew a kid back in the day that, uh, you know, wrestling after wrestling practice, and he would just have like the socks that would stand up. You know, like you, they, they wouldn't, they weren't pliable anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of my buddies was a hockey player. And when he'd come in, you know, he'd put his hockey bag down in the basement room and he'd be like, oh my God, hockey gear. You know, you just sweating that shit like a hockey gear bag. That's some funk. Yeah. Hockey ah. is the worst. Ugh. Let's check out some uh, memes here. First off, we got autism dad 1212 and just a little phrase here saying, Dispensaries are for tourists. Support your local town plug. <laughs> huh. What's your town plug? What does that mean? Your hookup. Your local hookup. Like back in the day. <clears throat> I will say just what we saw, that experience, that does look like a tourist or sucker experience going into the That's Apple store and buying prepackaged crap. Don't forget all that packaging also lasts forever. You know, so just I yeah. And cost money. I went to two just <laughs> I went to two dispensaries in the first weekend of recreation in Missouri, and they both looked just like that. And it was a lot of it was due to regulations. And sometimes at point of everything makes it easy and clean with the point of sale. I see what you're saying, Scotty, you want the farmer's market approach, man, where the guy's got metal tongs and he's yeah. me both. <laughs> and I have my reusable container. Yeah. But I mean, I I like saying dispens. I don't dispensaries are for tourists. Isn't a negative thing to me because as a tourist, when I go to places there are dispensaries. At least I know right off the bat I can go get some weed. I don't have to figure out who to call. I don't have to hook up with the guy that does the carpet cleaning that gave me the weird menu in Hawaii. <laughs> right, right to the point. But if you can support the local market, like walk the beach and find the guy with a backpack who's got weed, that's cool too. But I don't want to say that dispensaries are just for tourists, like in a negative thing. Yeah, it's great to have access to cannabis, to be able to go to a legit dispensary and get some good cannabis. Don't forget, man, check your privilege, brother. I love autism, dad. I feel like I can say that too. <laughs> but uh, I really feel like uh, uh, dispensaries provide a good service, or at least good ones do. If I'm going to get my mom to smoke weed or to go, I'll give you an example, my mother-in-law. Uh, she likes good edibles. So to have her go to a dispensary and get really good edibles. I mean, I have some edibles that are, that are over here and they're edibles of unknown strength. So I'm kind of freaked out about them. I still eat them, but I'm freaked out about them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we got another meme here, but I got, first I got to say, uh, Brack to the future. You're, you're crushing it back there. I mean, Scotty, you're laughing pretty hard at what you got going on. We just, you just sure got edited back to the future. It. You just it, got edited. It was very funny. They had to explain <laughs> it to me like three times before. I don't follow the news. I was like, why the? Uh, All right, this next one, bring it, Scotty. Why are we looking at Millie, Millie Vanilli? Is that who we got here? I think I understand this one. And this is Chad Westport. This is not me. I know nothing about, I know more about Millie Vanilli than I do about Burner. Uh, me too. <laughs> but Millie Vanilli, I th said before, I, I think Burner does his own work, right? I think he's involved. We were talking about celebrity cannabis brands. I said, oh, I think he would be involved or I think he's involved in his brands and his breeding. And I guess Chad Westport is saying that he does not think he is authentic because Millie Vanilli were the guys that didn't sing their own shit. They just lip synced it. Or this actually so, could, now that I'm looking at it, this could be a reference to just that uh, he's dropping a strain called Blame It on the Strain. And Millie Vanilli had a song called Blame It on the Rain. 
I don't know. So man. it could be a drop. I know Chad Westport. I'll call him. Yeah, we'll have to figure this out. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Am I reading too I deep why, into it? I think I get Chad Westport, what he's saying here. All right. Carter looks like a guy that would bother me. Like, if you just showed me his picture, I knew nothing about him, at least that picture. And I don't know anything really much about him. He might be a very nice guy. He might not bother me at all. Yeah. But that picture looks like you would annoy me. You know how many people will say that about, like, 90% of the thumbnails that I'm on? <laughs> <laughs> all right, what do you got? The social media. Uh, what do I, oh, this is just breaking the stoner stereo, stereotype right here, man. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I'm out of order here. First, we can do, yeah, this one's cool, man. This is just breaking the stoner stereotype. And this is just showing Michael Phelps and uh, Usain Bolt. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Usain. It says, one man is the fastest on land. One man is the fastest in water. Both smoke cannabis to relax and have a total of 48 Olympic medals combined. That's breaking a stoner stereotype right there, no? Yeah, 100%. I like it. Jesus, I mean, Michael it Phelps should eat something. <laughs> something Michael, other than just meat. Michael Phelps know? eats everything, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, uh, shit, man. But hey, we'll go back to it's not my job. Uh, I stumbled upon this. Uh, you ready, dude? Yeah. Let me see if I can do it. All right, this is a story about four people named anybody, everybody, somebody, and nobody. There was an important job to be done, and everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Somebody got angry about that because it was everybody's job. Everybody thought anybody could do it, but nobody realized that everybody wouldn't do it. So it ended up that everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could have done. What the okay. hell? You know what I mean? That don't I piss I you off? It. That was like a favorite. Yeah, man. Holy yeah. Crap. <laughs> It's got to be your bowl. Ah, shit. <laughs> That's what I got, man. That's what I got. What's the last thing we got, man? The richest people in Colorado. Did I just stumble upon this, dude? Do the richest people in Colorado look very happy to you? I would think that having all that money might be a little more fun. Thank you, you know? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Do, do you... Uh... You never know. Just like you said before, how many crazy shots have been caught in a me or you or anybody who's... And, of course, you could take a picture of, of anybody and make them look upset or pissy, you know? <laughs> Maybe they're looking at something fairly disappointing right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It just made me think money, money doesn't buy happiness. It's, it's just the uh, sentiment I wanted to end the show on because it, that proves it, right? Well, if you read down, I read down in the article, you can see yes. here, it's about he had sharded and she is smelling it. So you can what? see there. I just wanted to clarify so you guys didn't have to read the article. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I got to be honest, I Seems fairly factual. I mean, look, look at the face. He's like, mm, <laughs> this is a predicament. She'll never know. And she, I know. <laughs> mm, I think I said it. that to somebody one time, Scotty, <laughs> recently. I mean, money doesn't buy happiness. And then you looked at me like, yeah, but it sure does pay the motherfucking bills. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there are some yeah. uh, correlations here, if you will, as far it as. Will as it, it will buy what some comfort. It will buy some comfort. It will buy. It will take the pressure off you. Um, I used to have to worry about, I was like, I got 175 bucks to spend at the grocery store this week to feed the family. You know, now if I spend, you know, 250, I'm like, oh, it's okay. You know, it's, it gives you a, a stress relief. It, it uh, takes a weight off you, but it does not buy happiness. I think they said there was like a, 
like I, I'll find an article about it, but there's like this range of money that makes you happy. Yeah. It's like a hundred thousand. Like anything ab- around anything above a hundred thousand, no more increases your happiness level. I was just yeah. about to say, cause where's the limit? Cause like, okay, well right now, if I had enough money to go buy whatever mountain bike I had could to replace the one I just found out was broke, I would definitely be a little bit more happy. But that's well below the range you're talking about. You know, the ideal in, like. sorry, the ideal income for a maximum happiness is two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and that kind of does make sense because at this point, you're what's that? Thirty percent goes to taxes. Forty percent of that goes to taxes. So. That gives you uh, at least an opportunity to take a vacation, right? Drive a car, get in three or four accidents. Cars do not bring you happiness, Scotty. No, being able to pay for the accident does, right? Imagine getting an accident and you couldn't afford insurance or you couldn't even afford your minimum. Yeah. No, I hear you. Let's um, let's take it to... uh we're wrapping it, man. DDC. The after show, man. We're going to do the after show here. Hang with the DGC producers. Yes, sir. Uh, stay higher at DGC. If you ain't hanging with the after show, then you got to go to dudegrows.com forward slash support. If you're coming to the DGC Cup, go get your tickets. DGCCup.com will hook you up. Mm. And other than that, stay higher. Stay higher, my friends. Yeah. Take it easy, dude. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, mention because you guys are just talking about like the the richest people there. And uh, as you go through, it's like 10 billion. I had heard a statistic the other day that just blew my mind. It's like. uh